WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. And which lessons takeaways from Delaware's primary election? We might also get into some national politics. It's certainly been a tumultuous week, but of course many have been. Dr. David Redloss, professor and chair of the Department of Political Science and International Studies, University of Delaware. And uh, David, I guess let's start with the uh, with the U.S. Senate race. Of course, uh, around the University of Delaware, I'm sure there was uh, some uh, young voter activity on behalf of the progressive challenger to Senator Carper. Any surprise about the margin of Carper's victory? Good afternoon, Alan. I, you know, a little bit of surprise, I suppose, in the sense that there was a lot of interest expressed, a lot of media coverage, and of course you had progressive upsets in uh, uh, two congressional races elsewhere. But, you know, in the end, this is still a pretty centrist Democratic state. Tom Carper's been around a very long time, and he had plenty of money to spend. And state versus one urban congressional district can make a lot of difference. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I do think, in fact, that that Harris has run, Carrie, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, that Harris, that her run had a, uh, had an energizing effect. The turnout was, was pretty good for a primary election, particularly in Delaware. And, you know, I think there are a lot of new voters. There are a lot of young voters out there just itching to get involved. Uh, Attorney General or State Auditor, uh, any reaction? Uh, You know, if we were going to see a real progressive uh, shock to the Democratic Party in Delaware, we might have expected to see it at at the Attorney General level. But in particular, Chris Johnson, I think, did far worse than people might have expected. Jennings was was, you know, had all the money, essentially, but not only that, she had kind of all the inside support, and in a crowded field still managed to get more than 50%, uh, again, reinforcing that the the centrist side of the party, I think, is still in control. And in the auditor's race, uh, the establishment choice won that one, despite the best efforts of one of her opponents to say all those endorsements created a conflict of interest. Yeah, and I also think Kathleen Davies really got a little bit of a uh, uh, a hit and kind of unfairly when the news journal uh, yeah. pushed the story about her, you know, her experience in the auditor's office, and I think quite unfairly. It was a three-way race. I mean, if you add uh, uh, yeah. the uh, two losers, uh, their total would surpass the victors. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was not a strong win for McGinnis, but she kind of flogged it out. Okay, of course, national politics we can't ignore. Bob Woodward book the. Uh, op-ed column, uh, anonymous in the New York Times. Now the president calling on the attorney general to investigate the identity of the author, which prompted Senator Coons to say along the lines, well, you know, the Justice Department is not like uh, the Trump Organization's private uh, legal enterprise. You know, Trump does seem to operate as if he thinks it is at one level. That is, he seems to think the Justice Department should go investigate anything he's annoyed by. At another level, it's really odd because... He doesn't seem to actually engage with, let's say, firing the attorney general who does, in fact, work for him. So it's a really odd dynamic. But the entire situation this week, you know, as crazy as it's been from week to week, um, this takes the cake so far. You think the New York Times was journalistically responsible or irresponsible to publish that anonymously? I don't know about journalistically. I actually, I, I'm in the camp of those who think that the the author or authors should really be public, should really be saying this, you know, 
you know, shouldn't be hiding behind anonymity on something. Then maybe way. hand in a resignation and give a blistering speech or something. Yeah, I mean, I think so, because the situation now is that how are they going to be, if they were effective doing what they claim to be doing, yes. how are they going to be effective now? And, of know? course, the president becomes even more paranoid as a result of this, exactly. which is not necessarily in the country's best interest. Leave it there. David Redloss, UD, thank you, sir. You bet.